Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. everyone welcome to this edition of keep watch pass and we are going to get a little adorable if you will on this episode because we are dealing with movies starring drew barrymore but here joining me is someone even more adorable my lovely wife carrie carrie how are you doing today oh i'm doing great how are you i am good it's and it's funny too because as I was saying that, she's like, oh, I know what he's going to say. Yeah. <laughs> she got all cute and stuff. Well, I mean, of the Hollywood actresses, Drew Barrymore has to be one of the cutest. Like, really. I mean, you, you, I th- she's I think just she, adorable. I, I think she does qualify as adorable, for sure. Now, by the way, uh, we fully recognize that Drew got in a little bit of heat during the actor strike when she was trying to start up her show again. We're not going to touch that at all because that's we we don't deal with that. We just talk about movies and whether they're good and they're bad and that kind of stuff. So we are staying away from any and all kind of drama out there. We're just talking about the body of work of one Mr. Barrymore. And it's a hell of a career. Like when we were picking actors in order to be able to go through with this, um, how excited were you that we were covering Drew Barrymore? Well, going through her filmography, it was like, okay, wow. There's like young Drew from E.T. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, not so much on the movies now that she has her own TV show. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, even if you were to look at the, the scope of work of her production company. Oh, she's busy. And, she's very, very busy. Yeah. Like, there is so much creativity that comes from her. And I think it's, uh, you know what? Again, we're not going to get into the past. She made good on it, but I just, I think her energy is just so genuine that, I mean, I'm not defending, but I, I don't think she had any ill intent. She just, she's just, she just has so much passion for what she does and just brings it to the table always. So, you know. Take oh, that for what you will. She Which, has definitely been there, done that. She loves what she does. And brought the bag of potato chips as well. Right. But here's what we're going to do. 
We are about to go through the filmography of Drew Barrymore and pick three movies each, a keep, a watch, and a pass. The keep, obviously, is a film that we hold in high regard. The watch is one where, yeah, you know what, if it's on, I ain't turn, you know, changing the channel. I'll sit down, I'll watch it. It's the, it's the fourth or fifth movie in the seven movies for seven days. You know, it's not the last. And then there's the pass. The movie that we would skip or just ignore or change the channel because we don't want to. But we're going to start with our keep movies. And Carrie, Drew Barrymore, which movie is your keep? I get to lead the charge on this one. You do. This one was a no-brainer for me. When I think of Drew Barrymore, I think of her role as Chuck Barris's girlfriend that she played so incredibly perfectly in Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I knew you were going to pick that, that movie. That movie. You know what? It it was a no-brainer from the start. It, it had to and always will be my keep. It is, without a doubt, one of my favorite movies. And, and she's I, got the book. She is so, so much fun in that movie. I mean, here's the thing. It kind of hits like the, the, the perfect carry checklist here. Uh, Sam Rockwell, check. Uh, Drew Barrymore in a cute role, check. Uh, very good Julia Roberts role, check. Uh, starring and directed by George Clooney, check. Like it's, <laughs> yep. I keep coming back to it. Like yeah. how many different shows have we talked about this movie? So you know, you make fun of me for the number of times I try to, you know, squeeze in Demolition Man in there. And this is this is your Demolition Man, isn't it? Even better. It's my confession oh, of a dangerous mind. This is my confession. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not going to get me singing. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I, I do love that film. It is such <laughs> a good film. It's not, any, it's not on my list, though. What are you keeping? I'm actually keeping the first Charlie's Angels film. Oh, because it was so much fun, like like just so much fun. And it did the smart thing when it when you're taking an older TV property, which if you take a look at some of the, the TV properties that were turned into films, the ones that had fun with the property, but yet still kind of stayed in the realm of the property were the ones that did really well. Like look at Starsky and Hutch, right? Is it a great film? Probably not. But is it a fun film that fans of the original series and fans of um, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson can, you know, really enjoy? And come on, Snoop Dogg is Huggy Bear. Well, this is true. But then what happened with Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, but you know what? We're going to be covering Dukes of Hazard in 2024, aren't I we? I know. The fact that it's a contender for our show means that it was unfairly maligned. Right. That one, again... Same concept. They took a lighter spin on that TV property and it crashed and burned. And I mean, not only do you have, you know, a phenomenal trio in Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu, who were perfect in the roles, right? You have McGee as your director, really at the peak of McGenius, right? Or McGenius, if you will. Uh, yeah, I went there, didn't I? But it was the perfect storm of everything that worked right with that. And if I remember correctly, I think Full Throttle, the second one, actually does qualify. So we may have to revisit that one. I have to double check the Rotten Tomato score. I don't have it in front of me, but mm-hmm. I would have to double check that. But I think also this is why the, the, the Kristen Stewart-led Charlie's Angels that was done like years later failed because the original was so much fun. 
And I, I think it's almost like they tried to almost mimic what they did with the original TV series and they forgot to have fun with it. And I think that's the thing. If you're going to do a property like that, have fun. People are going to the theaters because they want to have fun. They don't necessarily want to be bored or reminded of something that's just episodic television. Take it, give it a unique spin, and it hit everything that was hitting at the time, too. Like, it felt like a movie of the moment, for sure. But now we get to our watch films. I I tossed one up, and, and then, I, then I swapped it. Because I don't know if it would have qualified or classified, because... In the movie I was thinking of, it it was a documentary. And that was My Date with Drew. But not the film I chose. I ended up going with Drew Barrymore's directorial debut, and she was also a star in it, Whip It. This is a film that features Elliot Page joining a roller derby team. And Drew Barrymore is part of the roller derby team as, quote-unquote, Smashly Simpson. Ah, <laughs> love it. But, I mean, let me go through the, the, the cast for this film, okay? Elliot Page, Drew Barrymore, Marsha Gay Harden, Daniel Stern, Kristen Wiig, Jimmy Fallon, Zoe Bell, like, Juliette Lewis. It's an awesome cast. Oh, my God. See, I noticed that when I was scrolling through her filmography and I've never seen it. It's a fun film. It really is. And you've seen it. Yeah. How did I miss that? You fall asleep during movies. I do. You do. <laughs> so I highly recommend staying awake the next time it's on. It's, it's a great film. You know, it's it's not a comedy and it's not a not a drama, right? But it's that it's that pleasant in between where you know, there's a, there's a deep story, but it's also a little bit on the light, light, lighter-hearted side. I can't speak English today. Please help me here. But I think Whippet, and as far as a directorial debut, Drew Barrymore killed it behind the lens. That was her directorial debut? It was, yeah. What year was that? That was 2009. Okay. So it's not that old, but it's also, as of we're recording this, 14 years old, so... Maybe it is that old. But still, regardless, Drew Barrymore proved that she's a very good director. Still, roller derby. Right? It's roller derby. And come on, Smashly Simpson. It makes me think of, there was that TV series, wasn't there? There, there was a roller derby uh, roller derby TV series on around the same time as American Gladiators. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, American Gladiators. But, I mean, even the names. Like, Elliot Page's character in this was Babe Ruthless. Uh, You had Eva Destruction. Like, come on. (laughs) I mean, that's just roller derby fun. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. But what have you got as your watch film? My watch is never been kissed. Okay. Because you know what? Again, when you think of Drew Barrymore and how incredibly freaking adorable she is, you got to think about this movie. Like going back to high school or flashing back to high school, you know, and I mean, she just, she just played it so well. I mean, when you think about the movies that she was doing around that time, right? Between this and Ever After, like it was almost like the, not necessarily the rom-com film, although I would definitely classify Never Been Kissed as a rom-com. Um, but Ever After, like she was very much the romance go-to girl at the time. Like, and she, that's I think where the adorableness factor kind of came in, right? She was just so pleasant and so seemingly genuine in these romantic roles back then. And you know, I, I get actor's age, but I think, you know, if given a role like that today, maybe in like an America's Sweethearts kind of feel for it, Drew Barrymore, I think would still kill it. I very much liken her to, um, at the time or years previous, it was always like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan was like the go-to mashup. And then- Fast forward to, you know, what, maybe 2009, 2010 to 12. It was always like Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. I mean, how many different movies did I have to like say, okay, you know, am I going to pick this because of Drew Barrymore? Am I going to pick it because of Adam Sandler? See, you, you got half a good combination there. Dun, dun, dun. You, but mean, they do make a great matchup. I, 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 I will give them that. And the, and as much as I'm not the biggest Adam Sandler fan, and I, I said that on It's Not That Bad a number of times, I'm not the biggest Adam Sandler fan. I appreciate how he runs his production company and I appreciate how he runs his film, you know, his film sets because you see the same people constantly coming back and ha- seemingly having a ton of fun on set. So, you know, I'll never diss him as a producer. I'll never diss him in putting these films together. I may not be a big fan of him, but I do appreciate everything that goes into it. But yes, sometimes someone pairs very well with another actor and you have that Drew Barrymore Adam Sandler connection and it does I mean 
also these days you also get the Adam Sandler and uh, Jennifer Aniston connection, but I think it, it worked better with Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Could, I could see them, you know, working well together again as they should. But now we get to your past film. And this is this feels almost sacrilegious. After all the nice things we've said about Drew Barrymore, now we're going to put a past film out there. So, Carrie, what's your past film? Well, I can honestly say my past film is not passing because of Miss Barrymore. Um, but in general, I had to vote for Batman Forever. And I think that's because that is not oh. my not my Batman. Oh. Okay? Michael Keaton is the Batman. No disrespect to Val Kilmer. I really do. I loved him in Doors. Loved him in Top Gun. Okay? But he is not my Batman. Okay. Val Kilmer was not the best Bruce Wayne. He had the lips for Batman. He was a good Batman, but he wasn't a good Bruce Wayne. But not my Batman. But also a very, you know, okay, okay. Kind of crushed on Nicole Kidman from Batman Forever, so I kind of have a soft spot for it. Oh, I'm, I'm not I'm, I, full confession here. Learning for the first time. Okay, well, well, she looked great in that film. But she did she have red hair? Oh yes, she did. Uh, was she Poison Ivy? No, Catwoman. She was Doctor Chase Meridian. Oh, huh. I did not know that. Well, okay. The confession. It's All a confession. Right. I'm, I'm sure eventually we're going to come to movies where you're like, yeah, maybe I had a small crush on him kind well, of thing. Drew was cute as a button in oh, the she, movie. Oh, she was. She was. She was, absolutely was. But still. But I mean, like, we've done an episode on Batman Forever on this show um, when Laura Abershaw was on. And going back and watching it again, it is fun despite some of the campiness. It got really bad in Batman and Robert, and I am dreading the day that that movie comes across. But... For Batman Forever, I think there was still some good aspects to it. It de- it would definitely not be my pass. Because I, I if it's on, I'll watch it. it. I would classify that as a watch for me. Nah, I'd pass. <sighs> That'd be the movie I would fall asleep to. Well, if you want the nap, I'll watch Batman Forever so you can have the nap. <laughs> okay. My pass. And I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going to give you a quote from the film. And dear listeners, if you know, you know, and if you know, I'm sorry. But daddy, would you like some sausage? (laughs) I am passing on Freddy Got Fingered, as I'm sure most people would. Okay, but you didn't say it right. Daddy, Daddy, would would you you like like some some sausage? sausage? Daddy, Daddy, would would you you like like some sausage? sausage? (laughs) Right now, people are having PTSD from listening to this if they have seen Freddy Got Fingered. And those who have it are like, what? what? <laughs> where do I even begin with this film? I, I I don't even know where to begin with this film. Now, is that where, was that the beginning of their relationship, Tom Green? And I, I think they had Drew? already started dating kind of thing. I don't know if they were married at this point already, but. Or was it the end? <laughs> may it's as well the movie have that been. brought it down. I mean, the, the thing is. Freddie got fingered. Tom Green is a very, you either get him or you don't, you know? And if you liked his comedy, then you're probably going to like Freddie got fingered in its complete 
I, I don't know Absurdity. what the fuck this. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, you know, having Rip Torn in there, you can't go wrong when you get Rip Torn in. But Freddie Got Fingered, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. If we ever end up doing an episode on Freddie Got Fingered, I'm gonna have a hard time defending it. Ooh. Like that, that's that's gonna be a tough one. Challenge. No, no, <laughs> no, just no. Aww. And and that's nothing against. See, I didn't hate it. It falls very much in line with, you know, my road trip movies. Or um, see, here's the thing: Tom Green was good in road he trip. Was, yeah, I like, love I love like road trip. That's good, Tom Green. But it's that buddy. Dare I say? stoner buddy comedy i don't know like falls in line very much with road trip and um there's another movie that i'm trying to think of i can like euro trip picture it no no sex drive no um was the they were um they were doing like a scavenger hunt it was, oh, Rat uh, Race. Rat Race. Yeah. That's it. Well, Rat Race is very much in the, the vein of the Cannonball Run films. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll admit, I love the Cannonball Run films growing up. And they were, I, I don't know if I, if going back, if I ever had to watch those movies now, they probably wouldn't, you know, hit as well as they did when I was a kid who didn't know anything about movies. But Rat Race kind of fits into that. And, and yes. Tom Green and his comedy worked well in a movie like Road Trip, and it worked well in an ensemble. And if you watch the shows and you got his humor, then it's great. It's all good. But the movie just fell flat, and I I just didn't get it. Fair enough. But Carrie... Thank you. Thank you for this. But before we go, please remind our listeners, what were your keep, watch, and pass for movies starring Drew Barrymore? For Drew Barrymore, I am absolutely keeping and every chance I get talking about Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Mm-hmm. I am um, I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> I am watching Never Been Kissed and I am passing. I am so sorry, but I'm passing on Batman Forever. Just don't pass on Dr. Chase Meridian. Anyways, um, my keep is Charlie's Angels. My watch is Whip It. And my pass, and it's a hard pass, is Freddy Got Figured. Carrie, thank you so much for this. Now, listeners, we want to know what movies you would have picked and how you would have classified them from the filmography of One Miss Drew Barrymore. Hit us up on social media at NotThatBadCast or go to our website at NotThatBadCast.com and let us know. Until next time, Carrie, you are lovely. Listeners, you are all lovely and adorable as well. This is Keep Watch Pass. I'm Jason. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 